1: So turn it around. Open. The-
0: to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara.
1: The Lord is speaking to us on the great conflict, the priority of prayer, the priority of prayer. Remember, you have heard it before when they say prayer is the key. Yes, prayer is the key and it's important. But much more than prayer being the key, prayer is a priority. Prayer is a priority. Prayer is a top priority for a Christian. Prayer is a top priority for a Christian. Prayer is a divine decree, an ordinance, a command from God. A prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. A prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. A prayerful Christian is a powerful Christian. And being prayerful here is not the kind of prayer that people pray. Bless me, mine, myself, and I. Bless me, mine, myself, and I. That's not the kind of prayer I'm talking about. Being prayerful is really being prayerful. Being full of prayer. Living a life of prayer. Amen. Having a prayer life. Prayer is significant in your life. Prayer is conspicuous. In fact, it shows in your life that you carry God with you. Amen. So a prayerful Christian is a powerful Christian. This also means that a prayerful church is a powerful church. And we're going to look at that when we look at that Matthew 16 where Jesus Christ was saying to Peter, you are Peter. And upon this rock I will build my church. We're going to look at that. And we're going to see that Jesus Christ was talking a lot about prayer right there. So A prayerful church is a powerful church. Power with God is power with men. Power with God is power with men. Prayer is not an option. It's a mandate. And so it's mandatory. If Jesus, the eternal son of God, had to pray, he had to pray, and prayed, and prayed much, then necessity rests on us to pray, and pray much. Amen. But Jesus Christ said in uh, Luke 18, one, as he gave um, a parable, and the meaning of that parable is, Men ought always to pray, and to keep on praying, not to give up. If you don't pray, you faint. If you pray, you are strong. Prayer is a priority because Jesus made it a priority. The Lord is speaking to us on the priority of prayer. Prayer is a priority because Jesus made it a priority. He prayed. First thing in the morning, he prayed. And throughout the course of the day, you will see him withdrawing himself from the crowd and praying. He prayed and prayed much before any major event or decision in his life. He prayed all night long before he made decisions on those he chose as his 12 disciples. He prayed all night long, all night long. Then he came down and chose his disciples. Out of the multitude of disciples. Amen. That was a major decision. And it required a major prayer. Amen. You know. Some things are not small. So. When you pray about them. You pray much about them. Amen. You now I always say this. You know, and know. you can't hear enough of it. That. As a young man or woman. You want to make a decision on who to marry. Don't pray little prayer. Pray much. Let your life be a life of
0: prayer. Amen. And particularly, specifically, deliberately
1: pray on that issue. Amen. Because it's a serious issue. If you get it wrong, uh, that's a major one. That's a major one. Amen. If you get it wrong, you just have to stick with it. Amen. Uh, I would say the grace of God is sufficient. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I hope that the Lord will give you, you know, enjoyment, not just, uh, you know, but (laughs) endurance. Amen. So, baby, it's important that you spend good time in praying for major decisions in your life, especially marriage. That's a major decision. Amen. The times of ignorance, God overlooks. You know, the times that you didn't know about this or about that before you went to college, you didn't really pray much. You know, you went to any college before you chose uh, the kind of, uh, you know, um, course you're going to study. You didn't pray. You didn't do anything like that. You know, you've been doing things and not really praying. But now you know, now your eyes are open. Necessity is laid on you to pray and to pray much especially for major decisions in your life. Jesus prayed much before he made major decisions or before major events of his life. Amen. So, Jesus prayed and fasted before venturing into public ministry. He prayed and fasted. He just prayed. He prayed and fasted. You know, you can pray without fasting. But when something is serious, you add fasting with it. Fasting there is to help you to focus on God. Fasting is not a bribery, you know. Fasting doesn't make you better. Doesn't make your prayer better. But it makes you better because it helps you to focus on God. And if you can concentrate well on prayer, concentrate well on God, concentrate on the Word of God, focus your attention, your prayer becomes powerful. Amen. What more shall I say? Jesus prays so intensely before going to the cross. Mm.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Let's just see a summary of the prayers of Jesus in Hebrews chapter 5. Let's see the intensity of the prayers of Jesus just before the cross. Mm. In Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7. Jesus in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplications with vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and was heard because of his godly fear. Jesus prayed with vehement cries and tears. Jesus cried, Jesus wept. In fact, the scripture says that he was sweating so much and so profusely and so intensely that he swept while like great drops of blood. He was bleeding from his skin. He was praying so much. If you have not found yourself in the place of prayer where you where or when you cry to God, when you weep before the presence of God, you are still just starting. And it's not a curse. It's a blessing to say that you will get there. Amen. Mm-hmm. To say that the Lord will take you there. wherein you will cry before God. wherein you will weep before God. Hallelujah. That's an intense kind of prayer. A heated kind of prayer. May the Lord give us such a heart that we yearn after God in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. Prayer is necessary for the advancement of divine purposes, personal, corporate, and global. Even after Jesus declared and proclaimed, it is finished. He ascended to the right hand of the Father, and he continued to make intercession. He continued to make intercession for the saints. Hebrews 7.25 tells us, Wow, if Jesus continued to make intercession, even when our salvation was already finished, you will see and uh, you will think that Jesus Christ will just sit down and do nothing. No, did He sit down? He continues to make intercession Follow us. Wherefore the Scripture says in Hebrews 7:25, "Therefore He is also able, therefore He is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through Him." Since he always lives to make intercession for them, this ministry of prayer is so important that Jesus continues forever. Amen. Wow. Our salvation is complete, the sacrifice is complete, the shedding of blood is complete, but prayer continues. Wow. That is powerful. May the Lord give us an understanding of the importance. The necessity the priority of prayer in the name of jesus i want us to take a minute and just pray this prayer may the lord help us to see the importance the necessity the priority of prayer and enlarge our capacity to accommodate the work of the holy spirit in our lives so we can pray even more effectively that is the prayer and you will pray like lord make me to see the importance The necessity, the priority of prayer and enlarge my capacity to accommodate the work, your work, the work of the Holy Spirit in my life so I can pray even more effectively. Amen. May the Lord help me to see the importance, the necessity, the priority of prayer and enlarge my capacity to accommodate the work of the Holy Spirit in my life so that I can pray even more effectively. The Lord is speaking to us on the great conflict, the priority of prayer. If we look at 1 Samuel 1223, 1 Samuel 1223, we see Samuel, Prophet Samuel is saying this as he met with the congregation of Israel. Moreover, as for me, far it be from me that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you, but I will teach you the good and the right way. Isn't that powerful? Moreover, as for me, this is Prophet Samuel saying to the congregation of Israel, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you, but I will teach you the good and the right way. Meaning, if I cease to pray for you, if I stop praying for you, I will be sinning against the Lord, because the Lord has given me a command to pray for you. Amen. Wow. You know, he that knows to do good and does not do it, to him is sin, the scripture says. Prayer is not just good, prayer is great. Prayer is not just great, prayer is essential, prayer is necessary.